the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, every hour, every minute, the need for people to step up and fulfill the obligations of that most important political office. And we're going to, in our second half, we're going to be talking to two uh, citizens who are trying to fulfill those obligations and what happened when they tried to do so at the Redlands Unified School District Board meeting. But before that, we have our my co-host this week is back, uh, Agnes Gibney, and her claim or path to activism is was quite tragic when her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien, and uh, she has dedicated herself to preventing more American families from suffering the same fate. And to uh, even add insult to injury, Agnes is a legal immigrant to the country who waited, I don't know, for 15 years? 13 years. 13 years for her chance and turn to immigrate legally. And as a result, she is a dedicated, America-loving, freedom-loving American. So welcome, Agnes. Thank you. I say America first always, always. Yes, for some reason, that's now a controversial statement. <laughs> yeah. that's a, if anything, perhaps exemplifies the current environment. Is yep. America first is now a controversial uh, statement, and you guessed it. It's racist! <laughs> it is, and I'm, I'm racist to the core. You know, uh, as a legal immigrant, I, the government is doing absolutely nothing for me to protect me, to protect families of American citizens, uh, our citizens, but they are doing everything to roll, roll out the red carpet for the illegal aliens, giving them everything and all the rights. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, as, bad as, it's as bad as I feared that they, they were going to open the border, and despite the massive opposition by liberal judges, the Democrats, even a lot of Republicans, Donald Trump had made huge progress with the wall and with the remain in Mexico policy, that he had threatened Mexico with trade sanctions unless they do, unless they did helped us with stopping the flow of illegal aliens into the country and they added up the dollars or pesos as the case may be and saw that their interests were in cooperating on immigration so when now the the bogus asylum seekers instead of just coming into the country and saying i fear persecution in my home country oh I'm right in, which is the way it was before. They now had to wait in Mexico, which took away all the incentive to try in the first place. Not and only they, people, not only people from the Northern Triangle, they were pouring into our country by the thousands every single day. But uh, yesterday, I watched uh, a news that said they were coming from Brazil. Uh, they are coming from Africa. They are coming from Muslim countries. Do we even know who is entering our country? The whole point of legal immigration is to have you fully vetted, make sure that you don't have any criminal uh, uh, background, that you are not uh, a threat to this country, and that you are healthy, so you're not going to become a burden to citizens, taxpayers of the United States. Now we got the uh, we got everybody coming in. So I wonder how many homes are these liberals opening to these illegal aliens? Probably zero, but they want you and I, the taxpayers, to pay for them. Well, absolutely. The, the, the ruling class is famous or infamous for rules apply to you, policies apply to you, but not to us. Not to us. So we're safe. We're, prote- we're, protect- we're protected from the consequences of our own policies. And we're getting a little, off, a little off, off, off topic, but you see that in California. I mean, they can turn cities into open sewers and homeless camps, but their areas are still safe and protected. Uh, Tucker Carlson, had, uh, he had a great, you know, the one redeeming 
feature now. Maybe Judge Janine uh, as well. Um, but in terms of their main lineup, the one redeeming feature on Fox News these days, under new, which is under new management, uh, is Tucker Carlson. And he, he had a piece this week addressing what's going on and the agenda behind the uh, open border policies. So let's hear what Tucker had to say in the first, se- in the first clip. Since taking the White House six months ago, the Biden administration has, from the very beginning, used immigration to change the demographic mix of our country, not to improve the country or the lives of the people who come here, but to flood the United States with loyal new Democratic voters so that America becomes a one-party state in perpetuity. This is their version of democracy, where if you don't like the outcome, you just change the electorate. That's true. You're absolutely not allowed to acknowledge this is happening. If you do, they will scream that you're a conspiracy nut. You're a bigot. You must be silenced forever. We learned that the hard way a couple of months ago. The great replacement theory, it's a lie, they yelled. George Soros has nothing to do with that. Stop talking. But because the people who make the rules can say whatever they feel like saying, the very same Democrats who yell at you, if you mention this, brag in public about the great replacement. They acknowledge that it's real and they love it. Here's the dwarfish Dick Durbin of Illinois doing just that today on the Senate floor. Watch this. The demographics of America are not on the side of the Republican Party. The new voters in this country are moving away from them, away from Donald Trump, away from their party creed that they preach. And instead, they're moving to be independents or to even vote on the other side. Oh, so we want total control. So we're changing who lives here. They're not embarrassed at all. They're bragging about it, but they're still hiding most of the details. No reason to spook the quickly shrinking pool of people who are born here. It's fine. Relax. Last week, we told you about a human smuggling operation. The Biden White House has been running out of Laughlin Air Force Base in Texas. The goal of the operation is to resettle illegal immigrants throughout the country, throughout the interior, without the knowledge or permission of the people who live in those places otherwise known as the public, the voters, they can't know. We got a tip that this was happening. So we called both the Pentagon and ICE, and they were forced to confirm that it is happening. The question we couldn't answer is, where are all these foreign nationals going? Where are they being flown? Well, tonight we have some indication of that. According to air traffic records, a 737 operated by a charter airline departed Laughlin Air Force Base last week. It headed to the former England Air Force Base in Alexandria, Louisiana. To the people who live there now, where did it go from there? Where did all the people on the plane go? We don't have the answer to that. And then Tucker explains that the local Republican Republican congressman from that area, uh, Tony Gonzalez, had asked the Air Force to fly the illegals from his district somewhere <laughs> else in the country. And, of course, and the Air Force under, under the old Biden administration was all too happy to, uh, to comply. And then Tucker continues. Congressman Gonzalez added this, quote, by utilizing Laughlin Air Force Base, ICE could address the high number of migrant releases and alleviate the pressure that this crisis has inflicted on border communities, end quote. So in other words, Tony Gonzalez doesn't want to deal with illegal immigrants in large numbers in his community. And that's totally understandable. Very few communities want that. They've never asked for it. No one's ever voted for this because nobody actually wants it. What's harder to understand is why Gonzalez and a lot of other members of the Republican Party aren't trying to protect the rest of the United States and stop this mass outbreak of lawlessness. An outbreak, by the way, that's about to get a lot worse very soon. A senior administration official has confirmed to Joe Simonson of the Washington Free Beacon that a new flood of illegal migrants from around the world is on the way. The official said the White House is about to suspend Title 42. That's a regulation that's been used by the CDC to block migrants from entering this country on public health grounds, like during a pandemic, for example. Turns out COVID isn't a big deal when foreigners have it and bring it to this country. It's fine. And you're a racist if you think otherwise. So they're repealing the rule. Once that happens, the administration expects an even bigger wave on our border. And then at some point in your neighborhood, because they'll be flown at your expense there. Do Republicans know this? Of course they do. Do they care? That's an open question. Well, the Republicans have been complicit in this for decades, despite the overwhelming evidence that this is... Um, political suicide for them. Uh, it's by way of an example. In, in 2016, the presidential election, among native-born U.S. citizens, Donald Trump won the popular vote 49% to 
among naturalized citizens, and probably the illegals that got to vote as well, Hillary Clinton won that vote 64% to 31%. Wait a minute. Are you saying legal immigrants? Yes. So illegal immigrants. These are are, are registered voters. They voted for Hillary Clinton. Right. Not me, I want to say. Well, well still, there's still the thirty-one. There's still the thirty-one percent. Yeah, and there's there's oodles of polling data that shows exactly that question is that on a whole range of issues, the immigrants, even legal immigrants, skew towards the uh, towards the, towards the Democrats. And this is this is back from 2018 California poll. Is do you approve of Jerry Brown? Among native-born, approve fifty-three, disapprove forty. It's California. It's thirteen percent. Among naturalized, approve 63, disapprove 19. Legislature, do you approve? Native-born, approve 43, disapprove 50. Disapprove among native-born Californians. Naturalized, approve 66, disapprove 23. And that was John Cox versus Gavin Newsom at that point. Among native-born, John Cox 33, Gavin Newsom 53, 20-point margin. Among the naturalized, John Cox, 19%, Gavin Newsom, 67%, which I'm doing my math in my head here, uh, Common Core, fine, Mr. 10. We'll talk about the government-run schools in, in, in our next half hour. Uh, that's 20, that is 48% difference. And there's a lot of there's a lot of other polling data which I'm not going to 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 uh, to specify, but that's what the, that's what the Republicans face, and they they have been complicit in this because their donors like the cheap labor. Exactly, and what's sad too is when they have mass number of uh, immigrants swarming in to become naturalized citizens. Outside, there is there are booths and tables with Democrats signing, registering new immigrants or new naturalized citizens as Democrats. And often they do not understand what it is that they stand for. But if you ask them on certain specific issues, what do they stand for? It's against what the Democrats believe. Well, I think you're right. Um, and that's, that's, and that, that's a whole other discussion that we're not going to maybe go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But that if you ask the, if you ask the immigrants, you know, say particularly Roman Catholic from Latin America, do you support unrestricted abortion on demand for the entire nine months of pregnancy, I think you probably get a large and no. Right. But for a variety of reasons, 80% plus of them are going to vote for the party whose core divining principle, it's a religious tenet with them, is unrestricted abortion for the entire nine months of pregnancy. All the way up until the baby is part way, a partial birth abortion, where the baby is part way out of the mother and still not, but not entirely, and that's still okay with the Democrat Party. It's very disappointing, very disappointing that people are not so not more educated and knowledgeable about the issues of both parties. But it's even more disgusting and uh, infuriating to know that you you are a Republican in office to represent us, to represent the Constitution, the laws of this country, and you go against all that for your political career. And the funny thing is, is a pro-American worker immigration policy is hugely popular. Depending on the poll, 60 to 80% of Americans want less immigration. Yes. Just the legal green cards puts a whole bunch of other categories. That's more than a million a year. But you have a huge majority. We would cut that at least in half. I think the United States has um, or had, or I'm not sure now what the numbers are, but usually about one million people from throughout the world, they, this, they, they say how many from each country can legally immigrate to the United States. And as if I understand correctly, Mexico has the highest number of legal immigrants that come in. But it doesn't matter because the great majority comes in here without approval. They cross the border, climb over or under the fence, or overstay their visas. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. We'll continue our discussion after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we have, according to our latest ratings, we are the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. And we are very proud to have achieved that, to, to achieve that accomplishment. Uh, my co-host this week is Agnes Gibney. And uh, if you don't already know, familiar with her story, uh, her path to activism started when her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien, and he'd be alive today if only the politicians would enforce America's immigration laws. But they, for, either for Democrats because they want to stack the voting deck or Republicans because their donors want the cheap labor. And there was a study, by the way, there was a, uh, back in 2016 by the National Academy of Sciences that determined that legal and illegal immigration costs American workers $500 billion a year in lost wages because, of the, because the law of supply and demand applies to the labor market like it applies to every other market. And uh, this all shows that Ann Coulter was correct when she said that immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. That's correct. Now, you've and kind of related to that is sometimes you on social media, you've made some comments and the uh, reactions you get if you say anything... Uh, expressing a view that we should enforce America's immigration laws. Tell us about that. Oh, just recently, if you go, if you want to have fun, go on Joe Biden's post and make a comment. Uh, Joe Biden recently uh, put a picture of himself having an ice cream. Well, Joe Biden doesn't do anything. Uh, no, he doesn't do anything. He eats ice cream and sleeps, I guess. And yeah. other people do right. tell okay. tells him what to do. Uh, but anyways, um, I made a comment that says, put the ice cream down and focus on the bo- uh, hashtag border crisis. And oh boy, <laughs> if I unleashed all the dogs, uh, the pit bulls on, on myself that day, it was actually funny. They say, well, illegal aliens are humans too. I never said they are not humans. Uh, then they come back with the, the cuss words like you wouldn't believe and Facebook doesn't censor them. Mm-hmm. That's what's so bizarre. Uh, the F word is thrown every second sentence. And uh, so I get into an argument every now and then when I have the time and I'm feeling entertained. I respond and I said, no, I am for legal immigration and enforcing our laws. And he said, well, why don't you go back to your F and hungry where you came from because you are here illegally too. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, these people have not a clue what the difference is between legal and illegal. Number one, illegal alien, even by the Supreme Court, is addressed as illegal alien, those who enter our country illegally unauthorized. That's, that's the language in the, in, the, in the immigration statutes. That's right. But the left, the liberals, get highly offended, and they call you a bigot, they call you racist, they call you hateful. And one more thing, the interesting uh, Common ground for the liberals right now, their comments, has to do with President Trump golfing. At least Biden is not on the golf course golfing like President Trump. Every day he was golfing. It, it's it's almost like they all got the same memo, and that's, that's their line. They're a school of fish. 
Yes. They are. And if you ever watch video of a school of fish, <laughs> the entire school on instantaneously turns and goes off in this direction. Yes. And then it'll instantaneously turn and go off in that direction. And the uh, the, the leftists and the, and, the, and the Democrats, but then I repeat myself, are exactly the same way. They, they get whatever the cue is. This is this is what we're talking about. Golf or you're a racist. That's that's a, that's a, that's always a popular one. Um, that you know, five years ago or, ten, or t- you know, seven years ago, if you had asked a, if you'd asked your de- a, a normal Democrat, uh, your average Democrat, uh, how many genders are there? And it go, it looks a little strange. They go, go two, <laughs> and, and then instantaneously, it is now. 72 or 144 or whatever, whatever, whatever it's up to. And if you don't agree with that, you're this transphobic, <laughs> bigot, racist, Nazi, blah, 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 blah. That's right. I, I can't even keep up with how many genders there are. In my book, there is two, but in their book, I don't know what kind of book they're reading. Trust the science. Trust, Trust the, the science. science. <laughs> That's right. That's right. doesn't matter what kind of clothes you wear. <laughs> Uh, Party of Science says there are there are now more after billions of years of life on planet Earth there are now more than two genders. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, actually, there's there's this serious side of this is the Democrats and the left. But again, I repeat myself, are engaging in a concerted effort to work around the entire Constitution, but as well, particularly the First Amendment, and. Part of the way is they use their Antifa brown shirts and their Black Lives Matter brown shirts to just physically intimidate you and, or attack you or, or assault you on the street. Uh, they'll use the big dem tech to censor. In fact, they're, just, they're not even open about it. The Biden administration is openly calling for big dem tech to, to censor. And actually, that may, trigger, that may be good evidence in a lawsuit where if, if they're if big dem tech is acting on behalf of the government, that may make it a First Amendment violation. But they also, is, is, is they try to get you fired, your business boycotted, whole series of reigns. But one of the ways is just this unpleasantness, this nastiness, is that unless you have a thick skin and, determine, and you don't realize that these people's opinions do not matter to me. Mm-hmm. Is that they, they don't want you? Is a lot of people go? You know, I don't. I don't. I don't need to be called all these names and deal with all this stuff. I just. I just. I'll just keep my mouth shut, which is exactly what they want to happen. So it is part of a larger strategy. It's not just. It's part of a larger strategy to suppress freedom of speech in this country. And I have to agree with you, Greg, completely on this. Of course you do. I'm the host. <laughs> Uh, on the 17th, Margie Taylor Green and Matt Gates were going to have a rally in Orange County. First, it was in Laguna Hills. The, the place closed it down because Antifa was threatening to, to attack. Then they went to Orange County. Then they went to a third location and all got canceled. We have to pay attention and not be afraid of Antifa, of Black Lives Matter, or Democrat, liberal, whoever they are. We cannot allow them to keep corner us, corning us in, putting us in the corner, and not allowing us to exercise our First Amendment rights. Because that's the first thing you lose. Then you're going to lose everything else. Don't forget, my family gave up everything, left their family, their home, everything, all for freedom. Americans have got to wake up and take this a little more seriously because we're slowly losing our freedom. I'm not even sure that you need to say slowly anymore. It seems it seems it seems uh, uh, pretty fast. It seems pretty fast to me. Yeah. Uh, as Benjamin Franklin said, "He who would overthrow whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must first begin by subduing the freeness of speech." Yes. And uh, the the enemy the enemy is domestic absolutely understand that and they have this integrated strategy of of different ways to work around the first amendment because they cannot yet send us to labor camp to make apple phones or or nike shoes for what we say the government can't but they have these other ways of suppressing freedom of speech we're coming up against the break here and on the second half uh, we're going to be talking to two uh freedom-loving america-loving americans who tried to fulfill their obligations as in the most important political office with the Redland School Board, and we're going to explore what happened 
when they tried to do that. So stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. radio. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM 590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton. My co-host this week is Agnes Gibney. And in this half, we have two uh, citizens that are trying to fulfill the obligations of their most important political office, J.B. Marcus and Jared Gustafson. J.B. has done something I've wanted for a long time in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, is to head up a team that would focus on and try to influence and monitor what's happening in the uh, government-run schools in Redlands. And that's been a great success. A lot of people have joined that team, and J.B. is was doing a great job with that. And then Jared Gustafson, who was one of the leaders of the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition, a new group of freedom-loving, America-loving Americans, and they're also very active in things. And they all went to the Redland School Board recently to try to influence and talk to their elected representatives. And we'll talk, we're going to talk about that uh, in just a minute. But uh, JB, who was listening as we did our first half, had a really good thought uh, about the immigration issue. JB? Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, Greg. I was just reminding them that um, it's funny how we can let all these border crossers come into our country unabated, and then they get flown all over the country. But when you come from Cuba, they stop you, take your vessel, and fine you $250,000. So what's the, why is it all of a sudden the Cubans are not allowed in, but everybody else is? It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Why could that be? I can answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Only because Cubans would never, ever vote for socialism because they lived it for over 60 years. Amen. And they see what communism is. That's right. They know they come on over here. That's what it is. Right. And they tend to to vote Republican, Mm -hmm. which is... Hence why they're probably the only country in the world that 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 are not welcome to immigrate here legally or illegally. Yep. Incredible. Yeah. As we all, we all know, that if, if most illegals voted Republican, there would be a 100-foot wall on the entire Mexican border, followed by a moat, a minefield, and another wall. <laughs> and Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi, et al. would take turns manning the machine gun towers mm-hmm. to uh, take care of anybody that got through those obstacles. Amen. So it's, it's all it's all attempted, just as Tucker said, yeah. to uh, stack the voting deck in favor of, of the Democrats. But the real reason that we've asked you on the show today, as I said before, was that you led a team of citizens to the Redlands School Board meeting to try to influence them specifically on mandating masks for children who are at a 0.0% risk from coronavirus. And uh, start with you, JB. What happened? Well, uh, we were not greeted with open arms. Uh, We were told, and it's funny because when I first went to the board uh, on May, I think it was May 11th, right before the end of the school year last year. They welcomed me right in. I didn't have to wear a mask. I didn't have to show proof of vaccination. And then a short two months later, they want to make everybody wear a mask in there unless you have, you can show proof of violation or show proof of vaccination, which is a violation of our HIPAA rights. <laughs> so 
that was the first thing. Um, they wouldn't let us in. We were made to sound. They made us sound unruly. They said it was a group of unruly uh, parents. Uh, you got a bunch of mama bears out there that are just frustrated at what's going on, and they just want to be heard. But we were apparently unruly because they were knocking on the door after they closed us out. Okay, so I understand where they're coming from, but where our goal is just to get in there, be heard, and we're all. If you want to wear your mask, wear your mask, but it should be mask choice, just like your body, your choice. You want to have abortions. Okay, that's fine. Then we want to choose whether or not we wear a mask and whether or not we take this experimental vaccine. Yeah, it's amazing the the selectivity on which they are pro-choice. Yeah, 100%. So um, I've been to the Resident School Board before, and they have in the past, the, the uh, there may be some announcements, some award, or whatever, but typically the public comment section is near the beginning of the meeting. Yeah. What happened to this meeting? Well, well yeah. go ahead, Jared. No, I was just... I was just surprised that it was almost like a group of soccer moms. We had a few dads there, but the police were called and the the sheriff officer, when explaining how important the masks were, he put his mask on his forehead that was soaking up the perspiration of his forehead and explaining how masks were so critical. So we couldn't enter the meeting because we didn't have masks on. Apparently the police got called up. We got postponed for two hours out there until they called a fleet of police officers who had been on call for since four in the morning. So they were wasting resources, yeah. treating us with great suspicion as criminals. And and then when we finally got in, it was just like it's a joke. You know, like even even the school board members walked in with no mask, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah. And then most of us just wore a mask around in here. So it just really feels like masks have been so politicized. It has nothing to do with health care at this point. It's just a political statement that in, in, is control. 100%. Control, yeah. Uh, it's interesting, Is yeah, is that almost – the at least for right now, we'll see whether they try to reimpose mask requirements. But for going around here, I mean, we're all here in the studio, no masks. Uh, you go to the store, no masks. Um, we, even at the went to the San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors meeting recently, and yeah. people, you know, uh, people, people were not wearing people were not wearing That's masks right. inside. Uh, but children, yeah. who are at the absolute least risk from yes. this disease, and that is, yeah, they want they want to force them, yeah. to have masks. Right. And I have, an, I, have a, I have and I have a theory as to what, part, why that is. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to you you guys can jump in first. Well, no, I really want to hear your theory. I uh, want to hear uh, from you too, JB. But it is to, it's worth noteworthy to say that children are the least likely to contract COVID. They're the least likely to transmit COVID, and they have the smallest mortality rate. And yet, they're the most controlled population. We were just at the Redland City Council member mm-hmm. meeting the other day. We had. Large demographics of very various demographics of people, right? Mm-hmm. But the the older population wasn't wearing masks while they were defending the control of mm-hmm. our children. Yep. So it just it's it's absolutely mind boggling if they're not at risk for or COVID, but they're influencing and constricting a population that's least at risk. Yep, that's for, it. It's criminal. Um, it's, I'm <laughs> a math major. To me. <clears throat> I'm also a math major. Excuse me. Um, it is 99.998% survivable for children 0 to 19 years old. Okay, and in the math industry, that's what's called an arbitrarily small number, which means it might as well be 0.0 like you stated, Greg. So why do they have to make these kids wear masks? Here's a large part of the reason, in my view. Uh, congressional candidate Tim Donnelly, uh, who we supported, is... He's, and he's kind of said this once as a throwaway line. He may have said it other times, but I, I lashed onto it. And I thought it was such a really profound statement. To be free, you have to think free. Mm-hmm. And a large part of the coronavirus policy from the get-go, and particularly this forcing this on the children, is to train people to think not Free indoctrinate them, mm. and especially the children. So, yep. the, so they're going to they're going to grow up from the get go, yep. thinking not free. Yep. Mm. That's right. Wow, hundred percent. Wow. And, and then 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 it all then it all makes sense. So you look at things like the New England Journal of Medicine, back on May 21, 2020, published a study that most of the most of the article related to whether masks are useful in a medical setting. Uh, but they started off and they're saying we know that wearing a mask. Outside of healthcare facilities, offers little, if any, uh, protection from infection. The CDC found from a study reviewing studies from 1947 up to 2018, we find we found no significant reduction in influenza transmission with the use of face masks. Yep. 
And you look at the data from various countries, states uh, for coronavirus. You look at when they, the course of the disease, number of cases or number of deaths goes up and then comes I, throughout history. Diseases come, mm-hmm. diseases go. <clears throat> That's right. Okay. And you look at the, the imposition of lockdowns mm-hmm. or the imposition of masks requirements, yeah. and they have no effect. Yep on the progress of the disease. Like uh, Alex Berenson, who's done some really great reporting, is a former New York Times reporter. He reports on Twitter, where I think they've banned him or suspended him on Twitter for his truthful reporting. <laughs> of course. Yes, the, 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 truth, the truth shall not set you free anymore. Yeah. And, and, right. any, anymore. Is that uh, he says, a virus is going to virus. That's right. That's it. And these, all these various measures have, have been shown to be ineffective other than as instruments of repression and teaching people to think not free. Yep. Right. Yep. And we were born with the best mask of all. It's called an immune system given to us by God. Hmm. Yeah. You know, what's so uh, interesting. My grandson lives with us and he's nine years old. He returned back to school five weeks before school was out and having to wear masks, six feet distancing. But what was more, most appalling is when he would walk, come out the gate, we have to drive up, and they would ask you who your child is. He would come up outside wearing a mask. And I said, Aiden, take your mask off. And he would look back very scared like they were watching. And I'm thinking, and I'm watching these kids walk outside on the sidewalk, going to their homes, wearing a mask. And I'm thinking, how... Mm. How sad is this? You're outside. Breathe. It's hot. You know, get this, take this mask off. And not one parent would tell their children, take your mask off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I saw a picture of a guy on a motorcycle, no helmet, wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's, it's worth noting, as a medical professional, I've worked on the front lines of COVID this last year. And what we, we didn't see a huge response of COVID cases amongst youth. We saw more psychiatric patients than we did really COVID youth going to the ICU. Mm -hmm. So um, I think the World Health Organization said that children are at particular risk because of mask use. It causes a massive psychological effect. One student reached out to me from the Redland School District. He said he felt um, controlled and defaced. Mm. And then the younger population Mm. is is regarded almost like they regard the world with great suspicion if they now don't have a mask because they've been so conditioned to wear masks they feel afraid without them Mm -hmm. and so i do feel like we're dealing on some level with ideological possession people that will resist statistics they resist logic they get so used to control it reminds me of what is it maslow's study of obedience Mm -hmm. where 65 percent of americans they showed were willfully uh shock another american it was a study of um how how americans would be so um compliant and obey if it and so it's just, I think it, it, it's worth noting, how do we combat and preserve freedom amongst a generation that's getting used to ideological possession and control? Yeah. Well, I, I think you're, you know, it wasn't even just that, you know, thank you very much. You know, this is, you know, this is why we're doing this. We're, we have this policy because either the state has mandated it or our, in our judgment that, that, you know, that uh, it's, it's the best way to protect them, whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. but we're receptive. I mean, we, we work for you. We're, the, we're, we're your representatives here on the, on the, in, the school, in the school district here. And thank you very much for coming down and expressing and taking part in the system. Right. No, that wasn't. That was absolutely <laughs> not. Oh. There was as little public as possible in the government-run schools other than the public's money. Wow. Other than that, they don't want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And which kind of leads into where we're going to come up on a break here. But uh, in my view, the government-run schools and your, your encounter down there just further illustrates it are non-reformable. Mm-hmm. And it's a fool's errand to think that somehow, you know, if we could just get a different person on the school board or some different law passed by the state legislature that they're going to turn around. Mm-hmm. For, 20, for decades, they've been dumbing down our, our, our children. Absolutely. They've been teaching them to hate our country. Indoctrinating. And now they're teaching them with the CRT stuff yep. to be racist, That's right. to judge and treat other people based on the color of their skin. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you look at this, the only alternative... There are alternatives on an individual level. How do you can get your children out of the government-run schools? And I say that you, you know that grandparents can help. Is if you love your children, if you love God, or if you love your country, you will find a way to get your children out 
now. That's right. But Absolutely. in a larger sense, getting America's children out of the government-run yeah. schools is a national survival issue. And the only way to accomplish that on a large scale is with school choice. And we're going to talk about the upcoming school choice initiative after this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they're truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. I am pleased to have three people with me today that exemplify that quote. My co-host Agnes Gibney and J.B. Marcus and Jared Goofstason, uh, who had, they were telling how they went, what happened when they tried to go talk to their representatives on the Redland School Board and who did not want to hear a word that they had to say and made it as difficult and unpleasant as possible to try to deter citizens from getting involved in, supposedly, uh, their schools. Um, as, we were ta- as I was before the break, uh, in my view, the government-run schools are non-reformable, and the only solution is with school choice. school choice. And there's going to be an initiative that's going to be coming out soon to uh, for that. I've, uh, we in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots have helped in the drafting of that and creating that initiative, and it's going to be, in my view, the most important political issue before us in in the fall and probably into 2022. Because if we can beat the government-run schools and the teacher unions here, mm-hmm. we can beat them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the way this initiative is, I'll just give a broad overview, The in California, by the state constitution called Prop 98, 40% of the general fund has to go to the government-run schools. So next year, that's going to be about $14,000 per student. Is Prop ninety eight nine hundred billion dollars? It's not that much. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not well, that much. Doug, Doug Hauser was saying that. Okay. Nine hundred billion. That's I don't what think, he said. I don't know. I, I'm not sure that's. Okay. I don't think. I don't we'll think that's correct. Check right. I don't think that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I want to disagree with Doug Hauser, but <laughs> he's wrong on this. If, if, if he said that, he's 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 he's, he's, he's a little, little off on that one. Um, I think it's maybe ninety billion dollars. Yeah, that sounds a little more. That sounds a little, sounds a little more reasonable. Okay. Anyways, so every child gets their share next year, about fourteen thousand dollars, into an educational savings account, and their parents can choose to send their child to a government-run school if they're happy there, to a private school. They can homeschool. They can't. They can't pay themselves for doing the homeschooling, uh, but they can save the money. We'll come to that in just in just a minute here. And religious school, non-religious school. And different types. Children are different. There's a, a, different, one, a different type of philosophy and educational approach that might be good for one student, one child. Mm. It's not necessarily going to be the best environment for another child. And maybe the child really, really wants to get into performing arts. Or maybe they really want to do music. Or maybe they really want to really excel at science. Whatever it is, there are, just like how many different kinds of cars can you buy? How many different kinds of coffee can you buy? How many different kinds of all sorts of things? Because there's a market for it, and then the, the market caters to, the businesses cater to different customer preferences. Yeah. Same thing here. Now, of course, the government schools have all these problems. They're teaching the children to hate the, hate the country, to be racist, and they're dumbing them down. So they're providing t- horrible service. Mm-hmm. And... This is going to be. This will be revolutionary. And the kicker of that is, if you don't use all the money, and you can find a good pub, private school because they don't have the bureaucratic overhead that the government-run schools do for well less than fourteen thousand dollars, is you can save that money for college or post-high school vocational training. Perfect. That's amazing. All that's the way awesome. up to age thirty, right? They have time to spend their money. Yes, I think that's too. I think age thirty is too low, but. That's that's what the current that's version fantastic. of the initiative is. So this is this will be revolutionary, but we are taking on the enemy at their core source of power, mm-hmm. both ideological and financial, because they, they get money from this, right. and the teacher unions get money from all the teachers in the government-run schools. 
So they're going to do everything possible, legal and illegal, to stop this. And we're going to need just under a million valid signatures for a state constitutional amendment. Wow. So we're probably we're going to need at least two million actual signatures, and we probably better go to two point five or three million signatures. So this is this is there's some money behind it now, but this is like I think recall the bulk of that signature gathering is going to have to come through volunteers, mm-hmm. and this, in my view, there's no cause more important. Yeah. This is a national survival issue. Because you can't have a country where, you, where you, you don't pass on to the next generation a love and understanding of the country and its history. It doesn't have to be perfect. No one's ever claimed that America or any country is perfect. It just was a quantum level improvement in terms of democracy, representative government, and freedom on anything that had ever previously existed in the world. Right. That's right. But that, of course, that they, what they teach is it's terrible, and that plays into this immigration we were talking about. Because mm. during the during roughly the latter part of the 1800s, early 1900s, was a period of very high immigration, and then as now, the share of uh, the share of immigrant pop, of the population uh, got up to 15 percent. But at the time, there were very, including the government-run schools, were creating a an American identity and national spirit. The children were taught about our history and our country and taught to love the country. Now it's hap- what happens when the, with these, the, Ill, the immigrant children, both legal and illegal, is they go into the government-run schools and they're not taught about anything good about the country. Mm. They're taught about what a terrible country, what a terribly oppressive country it is. Mm. So it's a double danger with the high immigration now and the government-run schools. Well, that's all the time we have this week. No. Wrapping <laughs> <laughs> so, up. I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've run on here for a while, so guys, jump in. Well, I knew you touched earlier on CRT, and after we attempted to go to the school board and were held outside for two hours with heat and no water, uh, we finally got in, and we were labeled as racist because we don't support CRT, which teaches racism. And I teach my kids there's one race. It's the human race. My kids don't see color. You want to teach them to see color. You want to teach division. So that's bull. That's absolute bull. Absolutely. Martin Luther King, which is now, who's now largely out of favor. My dream is, I'm going to paraphrase it, not exact. And my dream is that my children will be judged on the content of their character, not on the color of their skin. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's right. I think but that's pace because it doesn't serve the political interests of the Democrat Party of dividing that's right. Americans along racial and that's other it. identity group lines. They want to keep us divided. Yeah. You know, now the sad thing is they're even uh, teaching children to be to feel to be apologetic for being white. Mm-hmm. How ridiculous is this? A child is born however they were born. They have, you know, I, I was born white. I can't be less white. Um, th- th- but this is how pathetic our school system is. They're teaching small children to be racist without the parents often even knowing about it. And I say everybody that has a child in schools or grandchildren at home, and if you have any influence, you have to. It is your duty and obligation to stand up for those children so they're not going to be brainwashed, so they're not going to be influenced with this racist, uh, bigoted agenda of the left to control our kid and for them to feel bad about being white. That's right. It's it's a disgusting uh, thing that our school system is doing. Completely, like I said, get them out now. Yep. And there are so even well, it's homeschooling. There are so many op- options and support of materials and organizations to that you can really do. A, you don't think you can do it? Yes, you can. Yep. And you think you can't give up? You can't live without that second income? Well, yes, you can. You have to. What, what's more? Yeah, and what's yeah? What's really more important? The uh, the big screen TV and the big house and the uh, second car or the third car or yep. your children in your country. Your children's future. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what led us to start the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition to defend, celebrate, and endorse American liberties that are God given. And I really do think that the age of apathy is over. We yes. have entered into a new. Oh, I don't care. Age. Yeah, no, listen, listen, <laughs> the age of vigilance has come upon us, you know, we have to stay focused, we have to stay vigilant, so. 
This is our 1776. Yeah, more than vigilance is important, but so is activism. And you guys are all doing the part. We just need more. We just need to get more people involved. Now, Jared, we got a little little bit of time here. Uh, You you have a group you meet. Tell us where and when you meet. Yeah, I will. So just real quick, funny, uh, at the school board meeting, I would just passively say to the school board members, uh, the, the second wave of the American Revolution is a brew. <laughs> and just leave them with that. And they just yeah. look at me like, whatever. We, uh, we meet at a, a local restaurant in Mentone every other week uh, for the, the IE Liberty Coalition. And I'm really excited about Unite IE bringing all these organizations together. But yeah. we're just one small organization that uh, it's grassroots. It's been just invite only, person by person. And we've built a really amazing collaboration of American patriots. And we're ready to defend our rights. We're out of time, JB. Are you guys going back to the Redland School Board? We will never stop. I went alone. It, like I said at the beginning of May, I was by myself. This time there was 50 of us there. It's just going to keep growing. When's August it? 10th. August 10th is the next time we're going August back. August 10th. Right. We're going to Redland 25, School Board. 25 West Lagonia. July 27th for Ukaipa. All right, yeah. everybody, 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 be there. That is all the time we have this week on Unite IE Radio. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you, JB. Thank you, Jared. Yeah. Tune in next you. week thank you. for thank you. another exciting edition. Awesome. Thank you. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921, California, DRE ID number 10126580, Arizona, NMLO license number 092639, branch NMLS ID number 184172, Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity. AM 590, the answer.